Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, Matt Richardson. How are you? I am bored. I'm bored, mate. I'm not going to lie. I'm bored. Mate, I'm so happy I get to talk to you because I lie to everyone. I've realised that all I do is pretend that I'm doing shit and I'm not. (laughs) Yeah, so all I do, right, is I kind of pretend that I'm doing something of importance or relevance or, like, something to do with work, which I'm not. No. I have no job. I talk to you. I'm glad you've said that you pretend to be doing stuff because my new thing is I say to Sam, I go, oh, I'm just going to go for a lie down. I'm just going to have like a little half an hour. And what I do is I just go into another room to look at my phone, not near her. <laughs> and she'll always come in. She'll be like, you're not going to fall asleep if you're looking at your phone, are you? And I'm like, well, no, but I was never really going to fall asleep. I just wanted to change rooms. I love a nap. Oh, me too. But in my house, Emma is against nap. Like she thinks it's really. Um, well, I don't, I don't know what it is. I think she's um, she's such an achiever and a doer. Like a nap yeah. is like, why would you possibly sleep? You could be like, doing something. You could be doing something. Yeah, whereas I do it because I just need less of the day for me to be not doing stuff in. Exactly. Right now I'm like looking for ways to end the day. Do you know what? I've just realised something. I should get into gaming. Oh my God, yes, absolutely you should. And I've always thought of it as a bit of a waste of time, but I need wastes of time. Yeah, you do. That's exactly what I need right now. Buy yourself a PlayStation. Yeah, I think I'd choose Xbox just because I feel like it's cooler. I don't know anything about it, but... I don't play cool games. I've got a game I'm obsessed with. It's called Planet Coaster, and you build theme parks. That's what you do. You build the rides, you build the scenery, everything, right? Down to, like, you know, putting things on buildings and walls. And I play it for hours. I lose, like, hours a day, but it's so nerdy. Matt, that sounds terrible. That sounds like such unfun. It's so fun. That sounds awful. you got to pay back your loans on time. <laughs> you got to manage your workforce. <laughs> That sounds so terrible. It's a spreadsheet. It's basically a spreadsheet, yeah. It's a spreadsheet? Yeah, yeah. Basically, you're, you're playing, having a different job. You know. Yeah, that's basically what I do. So I build theme parks in my spare time at the moment. I, clearly, that's not for you. <laughs> it's not for me, no, no. When I was younger, I used to have Flight Simulator, like the Microsoft game, where you can fly anywhere in the world. You know, it's like a real-world flight simulator. Right. Um, with a, like a, but I used to do the flight from London to New York in real time. What? In real time, so six hours. Yeah, six hours, well, seven hours without a headwind. (laughs) Or a tailwind, rather, let's not be balanced. And you're just, like, literally clicking, like, to slightly adjust the autopilot and all that. Because 45 seconds after you've taken off, you're on autopilot. But, yeah, I'd do it in, like, maybe I'd program in a bit of weather along the way that would make a little challenge and things like that. But you know it's coming up. 
Yeah, you know it's going to come at some oh point. Oh my God, man, that's so funny. Oh my God. I used to sit there and pretend to do the announcements because you'd like click to turn <laughs> the buttons on and off. And then I'd put films on. I'd watch a film while I'm doing it and I'd pretend that that was the in-flight movie. <laughs> what? How old were you when you were doing this, Matt? 14. Oh, okay. I imagine we've got very different teenage years. Yeah. You were in a band, so you were cool. Well, uh, not till I was 16. At 14, I was at theatre school. Oh, yeah. f- that's yeah, yeah. it's quite uncool then. Fine. Yeah, I was quite uncool. Yeah, yeah. On the podcast this week, you were quite starstruck. I thought. Oh, I, I was. I you were a bit nervous. There's a few people in life, right? Who I don't know what it is about them, but they're really cool. Yeah, they've just got it effortlessly cool. Yeah. But what I was so surprised about was like how incredibly nice Edith is. She's so nice. Yeah. You know, like she was like the most lovely person ever. I don't know, but in my head, I'm like, oh my god, I'm such a loser, and this person's so cool. Where, where, where? And I was a bit nervous and a bit shy. She's super nice. Uh, when we, we worked mm. together at Virgin for a while, she did breakfast and I did drive. And like one of the first things that happened is we went to see Catfish and the Bottle Men one evening. And I was there and Edith was there. And I was kind of like, fucking, I'm at a gig with Edith Bowman. That's about as cool as it gets, isn't it? That really Going is, to yeah, a gig yeah. with Edith Bowman. Yeah, and we're yeah. there and sort of like having a couple of drinks, chatting away. And I thought it'd been really good night. I thought we'd really enjoyed ourselves. And then... The next morning, I turn on the radio to listen to a show being like, I wonder if she'll talk about us being at the gig. And all she did was moan about the fact I wouldn't shut the fuck up while I was stood next to her. <laughs> she's like, I want to watch the gig. And Matt's chatting to me. because, And I thought I was playing it cool. But then she goes on national radio and is like, oh, he loves a chat during a gig. Jesus Christ. Yeah, mate, there's rules, bro. There's rules. So I'm really grateful she came on the podcast and just chatted to us. So am I, by the sounds of it. You know, you didn't make a great impression. So I'm, I'm surprised she did. Yeah, absolutely. Look, uh, her confessions are great. If you want to hear her uh, extra confession and the listener confessions from this week which Matt and I will be doing you need to subscribe to the Patreon we're at patreon.com forward slash WNOW please do that but for now enjoy Edith Bowman this is when no one's watching the podcast where celebrities confess their guilty pleasures and then we decide whether they're good bad crack on and stop feeling embarrassed about it or bad bad go straight to bed no tea and think about what you've done You might be asking why they tell us these things, and it's basically because we are guilty pleasures, aren't we? I'm Matt Richardson, uh, Heat Magazine's weird crush of the year. And I'm Matt Willis, from Busted. Yeah, I know, yeah. Hello everyone and welcome to When No One's Watching. Matt, how are you? I'm good, thank you, Matt Willis. Good. I'm quite excited today because I think we're going to be launched into a new sphere because we have radio royalty on the show today. Someone that is so cool with such an ear on the ground of new, exciting music, of film, that it makes us look better. It makes us look more intelligent. It makes us look like we're men of culture. Really? I would think the opposite, because we have terrible taste in music and awful taste in movies. We do, but look, just by being associated with Edith Bowman, we are going to be much, much better thought of, I think. Shut up! (laughs) All of our, like, Blink-182 kind of love will be washed away. Yeah. <laughs> I love Blink-182. I mean, the, the most jealous I've ever been in my life of someone I've worked with is when we were on Virgin together, Edith, and you interviewed Green Day. Oh, my God, yeah. That was like... I was terrified. And I didn't come in because I didn't want to ruin them for myself in case they were a bit weird or difficult because I was going to come in and, like, just wait after the interview to meet them, but I decided against it. <laughs> Hard day for me to watch you do that. And then I saw you in the studio just sniffing the chairs. That was the weird... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've got to get what you can. Yeah, 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 I get it. Um, thank you very much for coming on to do this. It's really lovely to see you. A pleasure. I was so chuffed when you messaged yeah. me and asked. I was like, yeah, of course. Love to. 
It's nice to see you. You too. I'm quite intrigued to hear your confessions because I feel like you probably don't have too many. You, you're quite an open person, so I think you probably talk about them anyway. <laughs> How do you feel about admitting these to us? The main thing is that I hope my family don't listen <laughs> to this because most of them, <laughs> most of them are kind of revolve around, you know, stuff at home. But um, they definitely affect the people I live with. So I'm hoping that they won't listen to the podcast. And do they not know about them? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. I like that. I'm hoping that there will be people listening who can relate okay. to, to some of my kind of confessions. Okay. Fingers crossed. Otherwise, I look like a right weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I think we should get straight into it, Edith. Okay. Can we have your first confession, please? So the first thing that I'd like to confess is that I like to not be wasteful of things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, food and best of dates, I think, can should be questioned. Maybe not so much with meat and stuff, obviously, but, you know, you can kind of judge things by the smell, by the amount of mould that they have on them and all that kind of stuff. But, I mean, a wee bit of mould on bread, you just, you know, pick it out and you can still toast that. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. So I sometimes, because my, my lot are a bit obsessed with like, oh, it's past sell-by date. And it's like, actually, that crumpet's actually fine. You can still, we can still get some Marmite on that. It'll be, be fine. So I sometimes will remove things from their wrapping so that the best of date has got you they can't tell <laughs> so that we can actually be less wasteful of things oh so they don't know the sell by date anymore because i've removed the packaging and put it in like a bit of tupperware or whatever i mean it's a bit sneaky isn't it but i love this throwing away food I feel really bad throwing anything away like if you have a clear out of the house I feel bad about getting rid of stuff because you're just putting it in a landfill or something but throwing away food is like sacrilege and people who are militant about sell-by dates I I have no time for sniff it check it and it's fine yeah chicken's fine a couple of days later very often it's absolute bullshit and i've never worked out a way to stop other people i've lived with over the years throwing stuff away and throwing my stuff away because it's out of date i mean they make medicine from mold exactly like i'll come back and i go sam where's that bit of meat that was in there and she goes oh, i threw it out it went out of date yesterday and i went yeah but today is fine i was gonna have it today like i planned around <laughs> it but she's thrown it out because she's like why would you eat why would you eat a bit of meat that's out of date and i'm like well it isn't out of date it's what one factory has decided is out of date. Yeah, what are they basing it on? Exactly. I mean, they can't predict the life of a broccoli. Like, it's, it's like, already what? dead. <laughs> it's, if we're looking at that, everything is out of date because it's no longer living anymore, is it? So like, just <laughs> exactly. let me eat it when I want to eat it. It's already dead. And like, if it's bad, well, I'll, I'll have a couple of days of weight loss. It'll be fine. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you only really have to worry with meat, yeah. right? With vegetables, you can tell. They go soggy. They go weird. Like a tomato, it says it's out of date a week before I will use it. Like I will use it way after that. Yeah, I've started growing vegetables in the garden. That's another lockdown thing. Oh, yeah. They have no date attached to them. Do you know what I mean? So that's, it's amazing. It's like, you know. (laughs) What veg are you growing? Uh, I've been growing courgette and tomatoes. And we're, we're trying corn. It's hilarious. These like giant sort of triffid like plants that just grow skyward and one corn comes out like halfway up but i'm trying pumpkin i've got one giant pumpkin out there no absolutely incredible so this was a big enough problem that you had to take a stand on it then well yeah just like when the shop comes or we go to the shops and come back a lot of the time i will almost like transfer like i've got those little um 
material bags for vegetables and stuff that you yeah. can put in the fridge. So I'll transfer stuff into that and then uh, I'll sometimes do that with like the bread and stick it in a bread bin thing and stuff like that. So you kind of, rem- or just take the bit off that's got the date on it so they can't tell. <laughs> yeah. With bread, I put bread in the fridge and it lasts for weeks. The fridge, wow. I'm a big fan of like freezer straight into a toaster. That's great. Yeah, that's what we do in our house. Bread is always straight in the freezer. Mm. You've got, what, three children, Matt, so you probably get through a lot of food a week anyway. Yeah. Oh, my God, so much food. Yeah, but there is an awful lot of wastage as well. Is there? Is it because of dates or is it because things are actually off? Well, yeah, well, I don't really worry about the date, if I'm honest. I will check it on certain things like meat and stuff, but we, we kind of store a lot of it in the freezer anyway. But then I will just go by look and smell and sogginess. Yeah. You can tell with vegetables, I think. Yeah, you can, totally. Do you know what's really bad for getting mould quickly? It's pita bread. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so you can tell, I mean, these are the things that you realise. It's like, oh, well, there's a fast moulder. Um, <laughs> I will secretly, if, you know, someone says, oh, can you stick some pita bread in the toaster, you know, have some hummus, whatever. If I see a little bit of mould on it, I will, like, discreetly, like, get a little knife and just, quickly like remove it and stick it in the bin so that no one knows because otherwise like oh i'm not eating that it's got mold on it kind of thing and it's like oh come on it's not on there anymore you're fine exactly you're not going to taste it (laughs) i think i would draw the line with mold yeah not if it was like half the the whole pita bread was like green and furry do you know what i mean but if there's like a if there's like a tiny little bit like on the edge you know like a spot of it it's like just can just kind of scrape it off and off you go. Right. Have you ever left anything that it's actually become a bit of a health hazard? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've, yeah. <laughs> There's been a couple of things I've found at the back of the fridge that I've, even I've gone, nah. Really, like a, a veg that's become like a little animal. You know those drawers in your fridge that at the very back, you never really know what's no. in there, do you? No. And so there's been occasion where like, genuinely have like made my own raisins unnecessary to myself do you know what I mean where there's like a rogue grape or whatever down the back there that's like oh hello but it's been things like like a cucumber that's gone like soft and watery yeah bit grim so you like lift it up and half the bag like is almost like it's just liquid and it's like (laughs) I lived in a flat once where I wasn't around very much I came home once and I'd not been in the fridge for like three months yeah and my flatmate had left a a milk that went like it was like gelatin it had gone like wobbly in the thing because it had been in there for months and months and it had sort of swelled where if you don't like it was going to explode I imagine at some point she had to like to throw it out I had to open it to like let the pressure off and then chuck it and that was that was probably one of my worst that I've left yeah, milk's definitely a no. That's the one but thing. Milk's that, a, yeah, milk's a sniffer though. I think you can tell yeah. if milk's turning. Yeah. Or you pour the milk and it comes out in lumps, and you haven't uh, realised. Yeah, that's you? pretty. That's <gasps> pretty I, look, I mean, I think I think you're trying to save you're trying to save on waste here. This is this is not even a confession. I think I think this is a life hack. Yeah. And especially because people throw out so much food, and it does make me really sad. So I think this is a great thing that everyone should do. Just get rid of sell by dates. Deceive their family. <laughs> what do you think about this Matt are you you precious about these things or not uh, well I think I, I live with a lot of people that if there was for instance if there was something in the bread bin that had a bit of mould on it we'd have to chuck away everything within the bread bin <laughs> oh, God. because it would freak everyone out but I'm a little bit more relaxed about things like this I'm like I think you can definitely tell if it's going to hurt you or not 
and I've got a stomach of steel, so I'm pretty <laughs> relaxed. Um, so I think this is good, bad. I hate the fact that I waste so much food. It kills me. So um, I think this is good, bad for me. This is something that I will be looking to implement in my own life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the simplest way, just get a Sharpie. Just get a Sharpie pen <laughs> just straight over the cell by day. Perfect. Absolutely great. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Okay, Edith, can we have your next confession, please? Uh, okay, this one is really weird. Do either of you have any piercings? I have had eyebrow. Was that ever cool? I don't know, but, uh, but I had that and I've had a few ears, a few different ear holes. I've never had any. Never, okay. So are you referring to yourselves as Matt R and Matt W? Yeah, <laughs> whatever you'd like yes. to refer to us as, it's absolutely fine. Matt W? Yeah. You will maybe then be familiar with, if you haven't worn um, earrings for a little while or... Maybe you're wearing a really crap pair of earrings that they result in a little kind of weird crusty sort of thing appearing around the the piercing hole. Do, do you familiar with that at all? Um, yes, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I've also seen that on other people as well. Have you ever smelled it? Um, no. Okay. No, I can't say I have. <laughs> I really like the smell of it. It's so weird. I mean, what is that smell? Well, it's dead skin, really. What does it smell like? How could for someone like me that's never smelt this, how would you explain this smell? Sweet cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Wait, wait, wait. I know this smell. I know this smell. Um, oh my god, no, it's not good. It is not good if I'm not with you on this. Wait, Dougie from McFly used to have this like spacer in his ear. Yeah. Like it was oh. like, um, you know, when you get the hole in your ear, yeah, 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 yeah. the spacer hole. Yeah. And occasionally he would pop it out and stick it under my nose, like randomly at different times. And it had that sweet, cheesy, slightly pussy, weird, non-human smell. Yeah. And um, well, it is human, but it's a, it's a very strange aroma. It's really hard to describe. It should be disgusting, but there's something, I don't know. Oh, my God, it was disgusting. I've never smelled anyone else's, only my own. <laughs> oh, well, see, the thing is, I haven't smelled my own. Do you know what? I haven't used my ear hole for a while. Try putting an earring in your ear hole for a bit. Right. Particularly now that you haven't done it for a while and it'll happen really quick. So it's almost like your ears kind of obviously, you're not making a new hole, but you'll be kind of awakening the old hole in a way. (laughs) 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 Okay, okay. And within a few days... You'll get a little bit of like crustiness over there. Okay. And then I'll have a whiff. Give it a smell and see what you think. I mean, <laughs> so weird. Although this is probably right up your street, isn't it, Matt? Look, I mean, I, I'm sort of shell shocked because I, I like certain gross body smells. Like, I mean, I've been known to pop a spot and smell it and things like that. Just yeah, and you know, because it's a pussy kind of thing. But I'm just that sweet cheese. I know exactly <laughs> kind of what you mean. <laughs> it's almost like when you go to like an old people's home and there's that sort of sweet kind of body-ish smell and it's perfume yeah perfume like it's human but it's kind of yeah i don't know about this one it's where would you find yourself smelling this just when you're doing your earrings at the end of the day i've got like two ear piercings in each ear and i i kind of forget to wear earrings all the time particularly at the minute because i'm not going anywhere do you know what i mean so i can't be asked to put any in but it's that thing where you wear them for the first time and you take them out and then sometimes if you've got ones that have got really long kind of bits of metal for you to put the butterfly in the back, if you leave them in to go to sleep, you're like in the middle of the night going, oh my God, someone's trying to stab me behind the ear. And then you realise you've left your earrings in. So you take them out and then you feel this kind of weird little 
crusty thing in your ear. So you just kind of, you sort of rub your, your ear between your finger to get rid of it and then you just smell it and then it's like, oh, quite like that. <laughs> you wake up in the middle of the night going, ow, oh, actually, brilliant. Yeah, it's weird. It's a bit like an eye, the equivalent of an eye bogey, but for your ear. Yeah, okay. It's an ear bogey, but not in your ear. It's not like, I like the smell of earwax. No thanks. It's different. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you, because obviously you've interviewed almost all of the rock stars, and I ask them all about their ear crust. Have you no. ever asked someone as a <laughs> as an icebreaker? No, <laughs> got lots of lovely piercings there. But I've always also wondered whether it's just me in terms of am I the only one who gets ear crust, or is it a thing? No, I think it's I think it's a thing. Okay, because it's, it's probably your body slightly rejecting something in it, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, like de- it is dead skin, isn't it? Basically. Yeah. Yum. Yummy. Wow. <laughs> Maybe yours just smells really good. Maybe everyone else's is disgusting, but Edith Bowman's is lovely. You know how there's all these like Twitch gamers and they sell their bathwater online to all their weird fans? No. No. Oh. All these girl gamers sell their bathwater to kind of guys that, and they sell it for like $200 for a little thing of it. Maybe if, look, if lockdown keeps going on and there's not any kind of premieres and live gigs and festivals, next year we'll see Edith Bowman's Ear crust just on eBay selling. I don't it. think anybody else needs to smell it. It's I did of... put your gum on eBay once, if you remember. Oh my god, yeah. Thinking it was, uh, thinking it was. <laughs> yeah, who did you think it was again? I thought it was Emma Stone <gasps> or um, oh, yeah, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Go- we yeah, thought it was yeah, Ryan yeah, Gosling's yeah, yeah. gum, and I put that it on eBay, funny. and it got up to about sixty quid. Really? And then Edith came and he went, "That's mine." Sorry, mate. <laughs> we didn't relist it as yours, unfortunately, but maybe if we put some ear crust with it. Yeah, maybe. It would be, we could sell it. So weird. Now, now that I'm saying it out loud, I just think, oh, you're a weirdo. Hey, we've had weirder, don't worry. We've had way weirder, yeah. So how do you feel about this, Matt? I mean, I only have this one memory, Dougie Pointer's disgusting, smelly ear hole, <laughs> to go on. 
And honestly, it was it was one of the most heinous smells I've ever had in. You ever. know what though? Knowing your fans from McBusted, I'm going to get at least three messages from fans going, "Oh my god, I'd love to smell that." Can you send me some? Yeah. Can I have some of Dougie's <laughs> ear bogies? So, what do you think about it then, Matt? What's your verdict? You know, I'm a bit weird with smelly stuff. I mean, this is up your street, Matt, because you like this kind of stuff. But I, I get a bit bleh. So I think this is bad, bad. I am kind of open to smells and things like that that are a bit weird but the phrase sweet cheese is so (laughs) sweet cheese i can almost chew that phrase like with what i know the smell smells like so i think this might be bad bad as well yeah i think you're right i take it i think this is a baddie i was doing so well you were you're doing great and you know (laughs) if you feel guilty about this the next time you smell it you know i think as penance and a bit of punishment you might have to go and smell someone else's just to make sure that you never do it again Can we have your next confession, please? Washing is overrated. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's a pretty big statement. Obviously, I do wash, you know what I mean? But it's a right pain in the arse. It's like, I've got much better things to be doing, to be honest. (laughs) It's just a bit of a waste of time most of the time. I mean, you know, I shower every day, but... It's not a lot of the time where it's like, oh, I can't be arsed. <laughs> like my hair, for example, I wash my hair maximum twice a week. <laughs> and like, I have the quickest showers in the world. And I just, yeah, I just can't be arsed. Yeah. I'm in and out of the shower in a matter of minutes. But I think it's pretty normal for girls to wash their hair twice a week. That's not like that grim. No. That's good to know. Yeah. I also hate having to shower. I, I don't see the point of it. And I put it off for as long as possible in my day. Really? Yeah. So if I get up and I don't have to be out of the house till two in the afternoon, yeah. I'll shower at one o'clock. Like I won't do it. I'll do other things because I find it's dead time because you can't be doing anything else. Yeah. Have you showered today? No, not yet. Me neither. Matt? I have straight away. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a first thing kind of guy. You meet these people that go, like, I've got a friend and he comes and stays here sometimes and he'll spend 20 minutes in the shower and he really enjoys the shower and like enjoys the process of it, finds it a really relaxing thing. Yeah. And I find it like massively inconvenient and I'd love to be a caveman and not bother. There are times like if I'm doing any kind of exercise and obviously it's like, it's a must. I've been doing this Pilates thing and and my legs were aching. So I was like, I need to have a bath and stuff. But even that, it's like, I kind of get in and put this stuff in the bath to help with your muscles and stuff. Give me like five minutes in the bath and I'm ready to pass out because I'm so hot. It's kind of like... I need to get out. So I can't do that. Oh, let's have a nice, like, 20 minutes in the bath vibe. What? It's boring. Yeah. I think I've got ADHD. <laughs> Mick, who you know, who used to yeah. be my producer at Virgin and stuff, he's convinced, because one of his lads is, uh, has got ADHD, so he absolutely know, knows, you know, kind of the, the symptoms. So he's convinced that I do, and it would make a lot of sense with a lot of stuff that I do. Because <laughs> he was like, I've never watched anybody like host a radio show who does like four things at once sort of thing, you know, as well as talking into the microphone in terms of all that sort of stuff. So I think that that might be part of it as well in terms of I can't sit still very long. And that's what it requires. Yeah, or stand still. It's like the idea of standing in a cubicle for like longer than sort of three or four minutes is just like, I've got stuff to do. I need to, you know, my brain needs to be doing stuff. Yeah, I think that might be part of it. So I listen to podcasts in the showers Mm -hmm. because in the shower, it's just you and your thoughts and that's awful. So, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you and your naked body. (laughs) 
me and my naked body going, oh, cool. Sam's off to work with some male models today. Brilliant. So, you know, a bit of soundtracking with Aww. Edith Bowman in the head. In the head. That's what you need. Um, it's just, it's dead time. It's, yeah. I just don't get like people who shut the door and go, I want a hot, steamy shower. Oh, it's going to be lovely. Yeah, for, for half an hour. In and out. Or like when you go to a hotel, like well, occasionally if you go to a nice hotel, someone said, oh my God, have you seen the showers? But like, I don't care. You know, it's as long like, as it's powerful, yeah, it's, just it's like, fine. It gets the job done in and out. I hate like a pathetic shower, like you yeah. know, kind of where it's it like just trickles out sort of thing. I do like I, I, I guess I'm a bit of a shower snob. Like it's got to be good, sort of, you know, kind of powerful. Because um, efficient, then it, it's quicker to be in yeah, there. If it's exactly shit, you can't do it, can you properly? Have you ever met anyone that you think is too clean? I don't know about too clean, but like my dad, bless him, my dad's got a smell because there's an aftershave that he's always worn and he's always really like, he goes for it. You know, it's like, right. it's pungent. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of like, and that old school thing of like, you know, like in Home Alone where he kind of puts the aftershave on and puts it on his face and then he goes, yeah. Ah! yeah. And my, it's kind of like, that's, that's how my dad still like applies it. But he has like, I think he must like have his hands just full of it and just like bathes in it sort of thing. It's just, it's so pungent. And it's almost kind of like, that's kind of my, you know, when you can associate smells with things, yeah. like I think that's almost my my idea of kind of, of someone just coming out of the shower and being clean sort of thing. It's just that my dad's overpowering sort of aftershave. It does make me happy because it's, just, you know, it's my dad's yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. But it, but it makes you like, happy that's from- my smell of clean. Three miles away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here he comes. <laughs> Have you ever smelt it on someone else? No, weirdly, because I think that even though you wear aftershave or perfume or whatever, it's the combination of your smell with that that makes it unique to you. So right. I think that, yeah, it's weird. Because I remember there was two separate perfumes or scents that I smelled on people when I was interviewing them. And I was like, oh, man, what is that smell? It's amazing. And bought them. And they were completely different when I sprayed them on myself. It's probably the ear crust that I'd combined with it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you find when you interview people or meet people, I find the more successful people are, the better they smell. When I've interviewed people and they're like quite pretty famous, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, like they always smell amazing. Who's the best smelling person you've ever had the pleasure of coming across? So someone that consistently for me smells, always smells brilliant is Dermot. That's my one as well. <laughs> I, I can imagine he smells great. He smells incredible. Uh, and actually he's one of the people with the, the smelly stuff that I was like, what is that? It's amazing. And I went and bought it. I love it, but it smells very different on me than it does on him. Yeah. But he always smells amazing. But it's interesting, isn't it? Like, I like that notion of, it's a funny notion to think that the, the more successful you are, the better you smell. So when you can get away with not showering for a long period, do you try it? It's not like I'm trying to, okay, how many days can I go? It's kind of like, like this morning, for example, we had, it was um, harvest day at the school. And so we had to take, the boys had specific things they had to take in. So then it was like, I had to get all, both the boys ready this morning. So I just, I had my, went downstairs, got them breakfast in my pyjamas. And then it was like, do I run upstairs and have a quick shower before we go to school or do I just, I'm just going to throw some clothes on. And so it's that kind of thing. We're like, I'll get to the end of the day. I've forgotten I've showered. Can't be arsed at the end of the day. And then tomorrow it'll be like, maybe I will, maybe I will. I've had a few lockdown days where, I mean, I didn't shower for five days. Five days. It's like going to a festival. That's my record, not at a festival. <laughs> Although 
do you love that then when you go to Glastonbury and you don't have to clean yourself? It is the last thing on my mind. Yes. To clean them. I mean, I brush my teeth, obviously. Yeah. But it's the last thing on my mind. It's like, oh, where are the showers? Too busy having fun and working. Yeah, totally. Got much more important things to do. <laughs> God, I sound like such a crusty. <laughs> I mean, love Glastonbury. I also think I appreciate it more then when I do then have a shower. Yeah. Do you think? In a weird way. Do you know what I mean? It's like... I deserve this. Yeah. Have you ever come back from a festival and it's sort of been like... That's a nice feeling. Brown coming off you. Not Well, yeah, for the fake tan normally. <laughs> but um, I am... Um, that's always a really nice moment is that thing when you do get home. It's like coming home to your own bed. Do you know what I mean? If you've been away. Yeah. It's like when you kind of get home from a festival and you have, that's probably the one time that I really kind of go indulgent in the shower and just like, cleanse myself weirdly at festivals because they're normally muddy and um it's been raining and stuff and i've been sweaty i get back from say get back to my tent at four in the morning and go and use the showers when there's no queue and then go to bed clean (laughs) wow stood up in the shower like trying to not fall over yeah (laughs) making sure it is in fact a shower you're in yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) less spoken about latitude 2011 the better My perception of you, Matt, is that you are very clean. Well, I'm quite naturally disgusting smelling. So um, I I, I have to. I can't get away with it. Like, um, you know, these people that can wear a T-shirt for two days in a row, that is just not part of my life. Like if I have it on for four hours, I'll be oh, like, really? oh, I can't get away with it. I have to shower once, maybe twice a day. Twice a day? Wow. Well, if I work out, it depends what time I work out. So if I work out later in the day, you know, I've already showered in the morning, I've been out and I work out later in the day, I'll have to shower again. Yeah. Got a little tip for you on that one, mate. Just do what I do. Don't bother with the workout. <laughs> There's always that. I'll be dead by 40, but I saved a lot of time showering. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I am quite a cleany kind of like, um, I enjoy the feeling of being clean. Like I remember when I did the I'm a Celebrity program, when I first came out, and that shower afterwards, because we just had that this cold waterfall for weeks. And like that shower, I remember being the most incredible feeling <laughs> and feeling so clean. It was amazing. So I do, I do enjoy that feeling. Fair enough. Also, if anyone listening is interested in those uh, sweaty t-shirts, you can find them on our merch store. Um, <laughs> Along with Matt's bathwater. <laughs> yeah, with my bathwater and my uh, my four-day-old t-shirt that smells fine because I don't go, I don't go to the gym. Oh man. Perfect. <laughs> Look, I'm quite glad you said this because I don't enjoy showering at all. I find it really laborious and boring. And when I very occasionally covered you at Virgin, getting up that early in the morning, I never once... Oh, no, never. Right. I'd rather have 10 more minutes in my bed. I mean, what time are we talking in the morning? getting up 4 30 oh god that's disgusting yeah but don't you need a shower to wake you up no just a strong coffee and right yeah yeah that wake up time is awful already without a shower at the beginning yeah and it's also hard though because when you live with people as well if you shower at that time of the morning yeah. you're likely to sort of wake them up do you know what i mean unless you live in a mansion yeah so it's kind of you know unless you have your kind of showering wing <laughs> it's kind of it's tricky do you know what i mean yeah. so that's my excuse anyways Matt, so what do you think about this? Do you know what? I mean, I have to because I smell horrible. Okay. So, like, I literally, I cannot, but I would love to not have to do it because I do feel like it's a waste of time. Well, yeah, it's not that I don't do it. It's just that it's overrated and when I don't need to, I won't. So it's not that I don't shower or wash. It's just like, I don't feel, the, I don't, like, want to have to feel like I do it, have to do it every day. I feel seen. <laughs> I feel acknowledged. I feel like this is, you know, I feel like 
I'd have heard this the first time I've met you, I'd have had an easier ride over the last few years, you know, because this is something I feel ashamed of myself. So not that I just really hate it when everyone I seem to know loves it. So I think this is good, bad, because I finally feel okay about a part of myself that I didn't yes, before. Mm. Yes, I think it's good, bad too. I wish I didn't have to do it. Like I hate the waste of time. Like in there, I'm like, I could be doing something else. Yeah. So, um, so I think this is good, bad for me too. Well, there we go. We've reached the end. Um, three good bads, but one bad bad, Edith. Yeah. For your ear, yeah. your sweet cheese. That's all right, is it not? That's a good ratio. It's a decent ratio, you know. And I think it's quite good to have one bad bad because it makes you more human. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I'd be disappointed in myself if it was all good bad. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, you know, it's... I'll find some more. Yeah, <laughs> just, send, just send them in. You know, people listening to you now on the radio or on your podcast will be going, you know what? I feel more like I'm like Edith Bowman. <laughs> because I like the smell of ear crust. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we've really dragged you down to our level with that one. Oh, it's so wonderful to be able to talk about it. No one's ever asked me about it before. It's like, yes. Thank you very much for oh. deciding to come on and confess these things. Thanks, Edith. Thanks, guys. It's been so much fun. My cheeks are sore from laughing. It's so nice. Oh, good. Now, if people want to get a hold of your podcast, Soundtracking, yes. what's going on with it at the moment? Are you in a series? Are you in between series? We release one every week, and we have done since we launched it four years ago. So we're in wow. episode 214. Oh, oh my God. God. We've missed two weeks since we launched, and... And it's just me and my mate Ben. So I like book all the guests. I go and I do the interviews, record the audio, send it to him and he edits it. Yeah, we've had some amazing guests and we've got some exciting stuff coming up. We had Ewan McGregor last week, who was so much fun. Wow. Talking about he's... Oh my God, amazing. You know these CDs he does with his mate Charlie Berman where they go out on their motorbikes? Yes. And sort of, yeah, yeah. Long way round. Yeah, way so the last, the, the, the recent one is Long Way Up. So they went from South America up to California on electric bikes. It's comedy. Because oh, really? um, they, oh, they were almost ahead of the technology in terms of what they wanted to do, but they managed to get Harley Davidson to sort of design them a bike. Um, but he was great and he was really honest about a lot of stuff, actually, which was really great um, about music stuff and things as well. And um, so he was great. And then, do you know Craig Roberts, the Welsh actor? Yeah, he's who's... fabulous. So he's, as well as being a great actor, he's been, he's just uh, made his second feature film that he's written and directed it's called eternal beauty oh, and wow. it's got um billy piper sally hawkins plays the lead in it and um, david thewlis um loads of great people alice low in it and it's based on his own aunt who has mental health issues and she plays this character called jane and it's one of my films of the year it is so great and so he's on this week talking about that and talking about Submarine with Richard Ayoade and all that kind of stuff as well. So, wow. yeah, I love it. It's my absolute passion project. And um, yeah, I hope I can still be doing it when I'm like 80. And I think you might have run out of filmmakers by then if you're doing it every week. Nah. Well, that's the thing, because we're not assigned to a, you know, a traditional broadcast. This is the great thing about podcasts is that there's no rules. Soundtracking is obviously the title. And so that's just a conversation about music and film or TV. So, you know, we speak to directors, producers, composers, writers, actors. So the goalposts are pretty wide. And it means that, you know, we've got Ben Wheatley coming back for his fourth visit. But it's wow. because he's so great and prolific yeah, at what yeah, he yeah. does. I and love ben music's such a big part of what he does. So he kind of comes back, you know, time and time again, which is great. So 
fingers crossed, yeah, we never get an end point. I don't think we'll ever um, have any guests that want to come back after they've admitted they like the smell of their ear crust. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come back. <laughs> Thank you so much, Edith. Cheers. Pleasure. Thank you, Edith. Thank you so much. My absolute pleasure. It's so nice. Genuinely, my cheeks are sore from laughing. It's so lovely. She was great, wasn't she? Edith is brilliant. She really is great. I like that she came on and confessed to those things because it really made her less cool for me and more kind of approachable, I'd say. Since we've done this episode, I've realised that I've been a bit friv- frivolous? Frivolous? Is that the right word? Frivolous? It might be. With, it depends uh, what you're going to say next. my vegetables in the bottom of the fridge. Have you? You know, so I have now stopped chucking them away when, they, when the sell-by date is out and going on the sogginess and water retention in the bag or whatever is going on, and um, all the smell, you know, and I'll kind yeah. of forget about the date and I'll go, do you know what? I think I can get away with that spinach. There's only yeah. a couple of them that look gross and slimy. I was having some milk this morning and I realised it was four days out of date, but it was fine. So Edith taught us all a lesson. I mean, I'm so glad she came on. I think it has given us some credibility. I feel way cooler after having Edith Bowman on our podcast. Thank you very much, Edith. Please do like and subscribe. Give us a little review. Follow us on Instagram and thanks very much. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Peace out. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.